welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. My name is Sarah Inman. I'm one of your co-hosts of the podcast, and I'm joined by co-host of the podcast, Brett Nicholson. And I, and I just realized on our last one, I said I had just been on vacation, but it's going to air later, so oh, the yeah. timing's all kind of messed up. Well, that's okay. I feel bad. So, so now you just messed this one up, too. Why would you do oh, that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> They're both off, so uh, that's I don't fine. Know when these yeah. Come yeah. We record some of these Sorry. earlier as the holidays come up, but content In the year, you think. might shop for a new co-host. No, never. It's Brett. becoming a coveted position, though. I mean, Although I think a lot of people actually want our, to sit where I sit. Our guest today, Ryan's been a co-host of the podcast before, done a I great have. job. That's sat right. in One that time. Seat. Yeah. yeah. But it's also been on the podcast many times. So Yeah. Um, I've missed it. I feel right at home when I'm here. It's been fun. I'm glad you're in. And so we have <laughs> Ryan Nunn. We have Cynthia Nunn joining us as well. Hello. I've never been asked to be a co-host before. Well, I'm glad you're here today. But um, you were on here before, right? Yeah. Can we have you on here? Have mm-hmm. we? I think one of the, yeah. what were we talking about? Yeah. Marriage. marriage. Oh, okay. Yes, marriage. That's right. Yeah, we wanted to talk about that again, so here you go. <laughs> Not and, that we don't think you have other things to say. And Brett looks just, a little relaxed and kind of sleepy. Yeah. He just got back from yeah, vacation. He's a little sleepy. It is kind of strange. A, yeah. hmm. Relaxation mode. Up. I will. We'll, okay. we'll keep him. We'll keep him up. awake right. for you guys. Here we go. <laughs> um, and today we're going to be talking about um, grace marriage. And Ryan and Cynthia have been champions of this uh, through the One Life, um, through One Life for for a few years. And and I want to say right off the top of the bat, if you're interested and want some more information about grace marriage, you can go to onelifechurch.org/events, um, or just go to onelifechurch.org, hit events, um, or the One Life app and hit events, and you can find information there. You can register right there. But we're going to be talking about grace marriage today. So I just want to start out with what is grace marriage um and cynthia i was trying to nod that i, off I saw you both nodding open. it was great he does a I great opener and i'm I like just it. come in you know hey. with the oomph. no worries no grace marriage is i guess in a nutshell just a quarterly marriage enrichment just a time for you to come together with your spouse and really spend some intentional time together every quarter we meet around every three or four months that we take off the summer because it's a little crazy for everybody but just a wellness approach to marriage, um, just a time to really come together and intentionally focus on your marriage. Awesome. And yeah, so it's kind of a, you've probably heard this a lot, of it's get to get out of your marriage to work on your marriage. There's a mm-hmm. business coaching philosophy out there that this was kind of inspired by that to where there are these companies that spend tens of thousands of dollars um, just to go away for a weekend every so often, a couple times a year um, to get out of their business, to work on their business. And so you had the question, what would happen if we did this in marriage? And so there came Grace Marriage. And so it's really, really good. It's fun. We love it. And how many years have you guys been a part of it? This will be our third. Third year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you've been a part of two groups that have happened um, and, and just sharing maybe just some things that, um, I don't know, either from you guys personally or maybe some people that you've known that have gone through some things that have been impactful. You know, what's the why behind, like if someone is saying, I mean, I, I'm sure there's there's some very simple things, but anything like that comes to mind. Well, we always know when it's almost time for coaching. <laughs> In our own personal life, yes. Is that right? Things, you can tell. Yeah. Things get weird. Yeah. Things get real odd. Okay. Somewhat disliked. No, you know how it is, just the, Brett. You sure, know yeah, I mean? yeah. So it'll just, things will get a little bit rocky. And because we, the coaching days is designed to be, not only a deep connecting time, but it's it's for us, but it's also open times for us to have honest conversations about things that need to be talked about, right? And so it's a really safe place to come mm-hmm. for her and I to, to connect about those things privately and other people aren't involved. I mean, other people are around, but you know, they're working on their stuff too. And, and we, if you're married, you have your stuff. 
And so it, it's just a really good time. I mean, there'll be Cynthia's like, you know, you just you've just been acting like a jerk lately, or you've been distant, <laughs> or why aren't you talking to me, or something, you know, stuff like that. And that stuff's kind of hard to hear at some point, but it always ends in, in a positive. So for us, that, I know that's our story, and I know that, like the Melvins, they're our co-leaders. Mm-hmm. They co-lead our group with us, and they would say the same thing. Yeah, because you know? it's our third year, it's almost like a rhythm, which is what we want people. The first few times you come, you're just trying to figure out what am I doing here? And is anybody going to ask me any weird questions? And do I have to talk out loud about any of my personal stuff? And so but now it's a rhythm for our life. And if it's close to a coaching day, there are times while I like table and back burner things. I'm like, I need to talk to Ryan about this. But I know a coaching day is coming up. I'm gonna put this back there. So that I know that I have his undivided attention on that coaching day to know there's not kids running around. There's no work. There's no it's he and I looking at each other talking. So he knows I load up that back burner for those <laughs> coaching days. It's nice to know that's kind of in the, you know, there's, there's a bullet in the chamber there. That's, that's kind of interesting. Well, so you keep calling it coaching day. So if I go in and I've got my spouse with me and we sit down and I guess I'm sitting down at a round table or something. And mm-hmm. I know I'm going back to basics here, but I am in a room. And you just mentioned that um, I don't have to talk about my personal issues with my spouse in front of the people at the round table. Correct. I, I, don't, I don't have to do that. So no, you don't. am I at a round table with other people yeah. though? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I interact with him at all? Okay. So we'll break up yeah. and do right. discussions okay. between men and women. Um, those are the best when the yeah, women all are... get together and the yeah. men oh, all you're get kidding. together. The, women, the men get together and the women get together. And I say that they are, they are very fruitful and eye opening when you see other women that are dealing with the same things or they'll say something that you can relate to and the same thing with the men. So there are opportunities where we break away in smaller groups. And then if we have discussion at the tables, it's typically a more light hearted type of thing we're not asking you to air your mm-hmm. dirty laundry with the people okay, at the so table. but they'll they'll say okay right now you're just going to share with your spouse and then they'll yes. throw out what a question or they'll say hey if you got back burner stuff throw it out now so the time. that could be dangerous yeah <laughs> so we kick off yeah, really. every there's a rhythm to the coaching day itself so you kick off every single um coaching day with uh, like an introspective an introspective time to where you kind of reflect over the last 90 days since your last coaching session you know, what are the wins? What are some things that could have gone better? And, and there's a place for you to take time to write that out. Um, so me as a husband, I may write out. And so there's may, a workbook. That yeah, there's a workbook through. you have. And, and it, oh, really good um, thought-provoking questions based mm-hmm. on challenging me to, to reflect on the journey. Uh, what are the wins? And what's funny is that we almost always, I'll name things that she doesn't name as wins. And I'm she'll like, oh, name yeah, I things. About that. That's right. So we're always, you know, oh, joking. You it's, a, it's amazing how rare it is to just sit down and share wins even with your deep friend like close friends you know everything's so crazy around you that you well oftentimes don't even stop to talk about the great mm-hmm. stuff that's happened mm-hmm. in the life even the last week much less 90 days ryan pointed at me when he said that and said <laughs> what that's right friends relationships yeah. is what okay. it's all about they matter man it's, it's important um and and so there's that rhythm so you kind of take a little bit of time to focus on that the past 90 days mm-hmm. and then you'll have another uh, time to where you you schedule out the next 90 days at the end mm-hmm. um it's called the 621 challenge and put your um, date nights on there put your date and... nights on there what are date night ideas and a lot of times group discussion is around that mm-hmm. <laughs> because especially in our area it can be hard to find date night ideas um but if ever, somebody always has some unique idea some couple that's oh. like real lighthearted. now yeah, here's what we're gonna do or we had this idea um, and so we'll go and, or we'll, maybe we'll use that idea as a group date night. Mm-hmm. Like we went to, what's the name of the arcade high score saloon? Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah, we went yeah. down there and played arcade games as That's a, awesome. as Didn't a even know it existed marriage date until, night. Yeah. And yeah, it was really. so much fun. So we played, yeah. 
we played uh, arcade games and then we went back and played a board game and we just had a good night um, as a group of people hanging out. It was, it's a lot of fun. So, and then in between those two, different um, things are highlighted. Like two sessions ago, I think we talked about cell phone usage. Mm -hmm. um, then I, before this started, we were talking about how the average person spends three and a half hours a day on a cell phone and the average couple spends 35 minutes a week talking Right. And when you got, if there's kids involved in that, you know, that's what that 35 minutes becomes. Do how we, do we get 35 minutes? How do I we figure know. that out? <laughs> um, but so the whole thing was around cell phone usage. How do you, what are the boundaries that need to be set? Appropriate boundaries. Um, how do you, you know, if you're the one that's on the phone the most or quote unquote, we're not setting it up to where I'm Cynthia's policeman to say, well, you're on the phone, but we're just setting them. Hey, what are some agreed upon boundaries that we can set in our lives? Um, I think after that one, what we did was after was from 530 to in the Eight. evening, it's like three hours session, two and a half, three hours time to where we put our phones in the bedroom on the nightstand and we didn't touch them. And that was inspired by a session in Grace Marriage. Now we've kind of gotten away from that a little bit, but it was a, it was a great step in our world to help us get off of our phones for a little bit. So, um, there's a different focus every time that's always very, um, uh, real and applicable to our current situation. So it sounds like, I mean, so I'm not going and there's not a person on the stage giving me a, an hour lecture about things. Is it more, or <laughs> yeah. maybe it is. No, I, not I, at all. So it's more <laughs> like I, I'm giving you, uh, I'm getting things to talk to my spouse about. Mm -hmm. and, and then, and then, and then also I get so, so segmented off with uh, either men or women and mm -hmm. talk about, and then I'm giving things to talk to them about as well. Correct. So, yeah. oh, okay. Well, so Ryan and I yeah. and the other coaches, we just kind of lead up there saying like, this is what we're going to do. And at this right. time now it's time for a break. And now, you know, but we sit down and we get to go through every single thing that all the couples are doing. That's one of my favorite things. We've done a lot of marriage things before, often teaching from the stage and pouring out but not really getting to turn that right. inward and work so we say this we got 15 minutes to do this and we sit down and we do exactly what the couples are doing oh, okay. grace marriage well. has been very intentional about creating content that's not um that's not where like one of us gets up and preaches like it's a right. uh, you know we do a lot of reading together as a group and, and processing things which very it's meant to avoid that very thing because nobody wants to go listen to a six hour monologue, you know, right. on how we're doing wrong. Some people don't want to hear a half hour monologue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than we're but willing yeah, to admit. But there's nothing wrong with half hour monologues. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, on, on Sundays. Yeah, on Sundays. Yeah. 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 Sunday morning. <laughs> when led by music and followed <laughs> by prayer and lunch, they're okay. Just, yeah. So uh, I just want to highlight again, if you're interested in finding out more, signing up, registering, we do have a group starting at the Henderson campus and the Evansville East campus um, for 2020, which is awesome. Uh, you can go to onelifechurch.org slash events um, and find that information and register there. Um, a, a few more things I want to make sure we highlight. Uh, the cost is $300. And I think that's a something that people come um, kind of come hard at first. They look mm -hmm. at it and they're like, oh, $300. Yeah. Can you guys talk about that a little bit? Just yeah, I feel like I've been talking a lot, but I'll say it anyway. Um, yeah, so if we go on a date night, uh, generally speaking, you know, we'll go eat a decent dinner that's at least $35, $40 at least. Um, you know, we'll go to pay somebody childcare, you know, that ends up being between, you know, 30 and $50, depending on what it looks like. And then we go to a movie, let's say that. Um, you know, we're pushing close to $300 and if we do or, or pushing close to $100 <laughs> sorry and so but let's, just, let's just say $75 yeah. you know right. that's that night if so if we go on um you know four date nights in a calendar year that's $300 and so for 
the cost of grace marriage, that's essentially what it comes down to. It's the cost of four date nights a year, but it's six hours on a Saturday with meals and childcare provided for, and it's a, a structured time for you to have intentional conversations and to make life more tolerable as a married human being. I mean, everybody knows it's hard and marriage has a very bad rap. Um, but part of the mission of grace marriage is to make marriage beautiful. And so it's geared towards that for you to understand that, um, you know, it takes intentionality to make things what they need to be. And so, yeah. And let's be honest, when we go on dates, we're not spending Right. That quality time to having really good discussions. Grace Marriage does an awesome job of open-ended questions, yep. things to make you think about things that you wouldn't normally. I remember, I can't remember exactly what the question was, but I thought, oh man, I never would have even thought to ask you this, you yep. know, so <laughs> they do a great job that you're not doing that when you go to the movies and when you go to dinner, gosh, you're talking about kids oftentimes or, you know, not things that really um, are as deep and help on the connection piece Ryan and I work with a lot of couples that um, I think we would say some of the main issue is just a deep rooted unconnectedness. And so Grace Marriage strives really to bring that piece back, that connection piece, because life is so crazy. And um, Grace Marriage allows you to really be able to connect deeply. If you, if you think about it, too, that that I think everybody struggles to even have those discussions in the privacy of their own living room anyway. And this Absolutely. is a way of scheduling it and being intentional about it and having a deep discussion because what I've noticed in like in premarital kind of things, what I always say is that it does help you to have a third party here because you'll tend to talk more logically mm-hmm. and you'll work through things more instead of like behind closed doors at your house or something like that, the emotion goes high and you start saying things that you probably wouldn't yeah. say otherwise and being in a room that's kind of set mm-hmm. up for that. Uh, it, it's, it's conducive to it in ways that you might be surprised. And so if you've never done anything like this before, I'd highly, highly recommend it because I, I have a little motto that I always give couples and I'm going to give it here because I believe in it with every, after observing couples in my own marriage for over 30 years, uh, those who are happily married have learned how to be. Uh, that's just my observation. Mm-hmm. The ones that are happiest, they've learned. It's mm-hmm. a learned skill and this is, and coaching is a great name for it because mm-hmm. that's how you learn. And, mm-hmm. and if you think you're above that, you, you aren't, uh, I <laughs> promise you. And I think that'd be another question people might, might ask, you know, as they're just seeing grace marriage here uh, briefly talked about, maybe they haven't, um, talk to anyone who's been through um, a year of it or in, having experiences with it. Um, I think the question that I, I hear people say, you know, do I have to be in crisis to be a part of grace marriage? The answer to that is no. In fact, it's not designed for people in crisis. Um, I think because it's such a deep spiritual connection that you're trying to get after, um, if there's things that maybe whether you need pastoral type counseling or, or even professional um, certified type counseling, helping your marriage to get to a place um, to where you can really do a grace marriage. That makes sense. It's a wellness approach. Yeah, so it's definitely. You come yeah. to grace marriage ideally before you're on fire, you know, versus coming there when you're on fire and things are blowing up. It'd right. be very difficult to discuss some of the intimate things that are being discussed without becoming hostile. And we've had couples before that we've said we don't know that grace marriage is the right place, um, but we hear some other resources and help for you. And then once we can get you guys having a conversation, Mm -hmm. then maybe, you know, come back into grace marriage. So it really isn't designed for crisis. Now we've seen couples in crisis Mm -hmm. go through it and come through it and, you know, work out beautifully. But it is a wellness approach to marriage, um, putting in that effort and getting that um, routine of the rhythm, I guess, just getting that into your life. 
Yeah, I think that's something that I'm trying to think of any other any other frequently asked questions that come up with you guys when people have come to you and want to ask about grace marriage or ask about um, just getting connected to it. Anything that comes up that you want to make sure we highlight here? Well, not that I'm aware of. I feel like we've done a pretty good job of covering all the, the frequently asked questions. But we do. We meet at the church just mm-hmm. so at okay. One Life and shout out to East because we've had couples for now two years traveling over to Henderson, you know, to be a part of Grace Marriage. So I'm super excited for them to get to launch that here. And um, and then the meals are all there. We try to make it like a mini marriage retreat every quarter for you. So there's snacks and coffee and drinks and meals. And of course, we have your child, your child care completely covered, too. So, um, but we do meet at the church. Some people like to like to ask where we meet, and it is at the church. Cool. Yeah, hospitality is a big part of we it. We have a couple hostesses want. that really, they're, they're single awesome. women. Shout out Tracy and Pat because they're, they're awesome. amazing, and they take care of us and wait on yeah. us hand and foot because though they're not married, they see the importance of it, and they desire to pour into married couples. Although they're not married, they believe in it that much, and they serve us and take care of us, and they're amazing. That's awesome. Um, Ryan. Give me yes. your best elevator pitch for someone to sign up for Grace Marriage. Let's go. <laughs> best elevator pitch why you should sign up for yeah. Grace Marriage. I would say that anybody that would look me in the face and say and that is married and would say that I have no need in my marriage to set aside specific intentional time to get to connect and know my spouse better husband, wife, no matter who it is, uh, I would say you're deeply mistaken on what God intended marriage to be and the impact that it was designed to have on our lives and on humanity at at large. Mm. Anything you'd add, Cynthia? I would say, do you have children? And if the answer is yes, then to me, the most important gift above all else outside of teaching your children about just Christ and his love is to give them the gift of a healthy marriage. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's been shown statistically and otherwise. And um, and what I appreciate about uh, Ryan and Cynthia is uh, they've they devoted themselves and felt called to help people with their marriages a long time ago. And this isn't the first thing they've done, but I'm I'm impressed and I watch their leadership because this is where they've landed. They've said this grace marriage thing. This is. Uh, of all the different options out there we've seen and had an opportunity to do and throw our lives out uh, towards, this is the one we picked. And the more I listen, you talk about it because it is based on a coaching model and questioning and trying to get people to talk and not just going where you're going to hear uh, several lectures in a row or watch videos or whatever else you're actually interacting uh, with your spouse, but also with people that are going through some of the same mm-hmm. things that uh, it's hard to beat that model. It, it is a little hard to picture anything being better than that. So uh, very, very, I'm impressed with it because they are. It's mm. awesome. Cool. And I, I think the hope, you know, with this conversation today is to kind of disarm some of the things that maybe are keeping you from, from thinking about finding out more even and registering. Um, and so again, you can go to onelifechurch.org slash events, hit Grace Marriage there, or open up the One Life app, hit events, and find Grace Marriage there as well. You can fill out the information. You can um, email either Cynthia or mm-hmm. Sarah Bauer here at our East Campus um, to ask some questions um, if you have some more questions before jumping in. But man, this is just a great opportunity for 2020 for anyone um, to, to find out more and to get registered for Grace Marriage for 2020. So again, onelifechurch.org slash events and hit Grace Marriage. Cynthia, Ryan, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks thank for coming, so hanging much. out. Thank Ryan, you, you got a cool beard us. going on. I like I it. It's so prickly. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's your <laughs> thoughts on it, Cynthia? It's yeah. rough to kiss. Yeah. Well, she's saving that the real thoughts up for the. <laughs> for that might be on the yeah. back burner for January twenty fifth. Back burner. Here it comes. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It I may not be him, here then. You never know. I know. I call him my little porcupine. <laughs> oh, that's wow. so fun. <laughs> and that is and not perfect. in a good romantic way either. Yeah. I didn't picture that porcupine and <laughs> not really cuddly. Doesn't go together. Not really cuddly. No. <laughs> But thank you for having us. We appreciate it. That is the perfect way to end this podcast right there. So thank you guys again. And thank you guys. And we'll see you next week. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can email us at podcast at onelifechurch.org. You can leave a comment on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening to this podcast. We'd love for you guys to share that out. Let more people hear this great content and have an opportunity to continue that conversation even further. Our music was produced by Michael Robertson and Ben Brock. My name's Sarah, and I produced this episode.